0: Dude, the Mm -hmm. fact that we are recording this three days after we're supposed to post it is really on brand for us. as I know, our first episode. I mean, full disclaimer, we really tried. We really tried to record this and get it done. It's just that... (laughs) Here we are. We've recorded this so many times. I think this is like our, what, sixth attempt? No, way more than that, I think. Anyways... Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Spill the Podcast. I'm your host, Goldie. And I'm your other host, Phoebe. And in today's very much anticipated and very much overdue episode, Phoebe and I are going to be talking about a topic that I feel is really relevant because not only have Phoebe and I experienced it ourselves, but I feel like a lot of girls out there have as well because it's been popping up a lot on the internet lately.
1: Yup, and as you can tell from our episode title, we are going to be confessing our history as two ex-pick-me-girls, so basically how our minds thought and the things we did and basically all of like the cringy, lovely stuff in the past. And yeah, I guess a little disclaimer before we start. This is our personal experience, so maybe try not to generalize it with everybody else's because again, everybody might have a slightly different experience compared to ours.
0: True, but before we dive into those experiences, let's first define what a pick-me-girl is so that we're all on the same page here. So if you guys go on the internet and you search up pick-me-girl, what you're going to get is basically the type of girls who put down other girls for being more girly or being more feminine, and they do this so that they seem different, and that is so that they can get male validation or male attention usually. Mm-hmm. basically they're the girls who go like oh yeah i'm not like other girls i'm different yeah. all that
1: stuff and pygmy girls are basically one of the many products of this thing called internalized misogyny which doesn't refer outright to a belief in the inferiority of women but rather refers to the byproducts of the societal view that causes women to shame doubt and undervalue themselves and you know others of their gender it's you know, simplified, it's basically when women subconsciously project sexist ideas onto other women and onto themselves.
0: I just also want to clarify that pick-me girls aren't the same as tomboys. Like, um, there are some girls who do not fit into the stereotypical standards of girls, and you don't have to fit into the stereotypical characteristics and the standards of girls to become a girl. But as long as you don't shame other girls for being girls and you don't be different for the sake of male attention or male validation, then you're not a pick-me-girl. Mm-hmm. And I guess before we dive into all our juicy past and really cringy
1: experiences, let's start off at our origin stories. Goldie, tell me, how did you first start off as a pick-me-girl?
0: Um, I think I've been a pick-me-girl for as, like, as long as I can remember. Because I remember being like kindergarten and you know high school music of course you know high school musical everyone knows high school musical Mm -hmm. I love the movies it always brings me nostalgia it's really great but songs are bobs. songs are bobs. it's the full package deal you know but I remember because of it I was telling all my friends like we should hate on Sharpie for the sole reason that she's girly and we should be like Gabriella because she's like built different you know and she's like different and she's she doesn't care about things that Sharpay cares about and stuff like that and then I remember in like elementary school I played soccer one time and then the guys were like oh Goldie is pretty cool you know she can play soccer and I wore that like a badge of honor for the entire for the rest of my entire elementary school career you know very
1: very long career there but honestly I can't even come for you because I did the exact same thing especially on like the guy part whenever like any guy complimented me for doing something that was like relatively not girly like I played sports or like oh yeah you wear pants I wore pants like how stupid is that and I would be like oh my god yeah I'm so unique I'm not like other girls it's so cringy
0: now but like you're priding that, on you're priding yeah. yourself on the fact that you
1: wore pants that i wore pants and i think like another thing that i did was every time there was like some big event at school i think every year or so we had this graduation for the high schoolers right for the 12th graders mm-hmm. and all of like the first to 12, 11th graders i had to dress up like fancy and everything and mm-hmm. the girls usually wore dresses and me being me, who was like a major pick me girl back then, would just make like the biggest effort and be the biggest brat going like, I hate wearing dresses. You're so uncomfortable. I wish I could just like go in like my pants true, and my t-shirts. And I can't wear makeup. Makeup is like, like you're trying too much, right? And it's like, girl, girl,
0: really? Did you have to go that far to prove that you're different? I mean, like, sure, sometimes pants are more comfortable than like skirts and dresses, but I the thing is like I would make a whole big deal out of like like I would make a point of letting everyone know that I didn't like to be in this dress. You know, I'm mm. like, this is so not me, and I'm forced into this dress, okay? Yeah. I think what's really sad though is different from you. I actually started
1: the whole pick me girl thing in like mid primary school. So before that, I was actually like a really like girly girl. I loved pink. I loved wearing dresses and skirts and playing with my mom's makeup. And Barbie Mm -hmm. was my she was like the person I looked up to. She's like an animated (laughs) character I know. But after school would watch Barbie. All my shirts would have Barbie on them. If not, it was like Disney princesses. But I think middle, not mid primary school, I just got exposed to, you know, media and movies like High School Musical and just saw that usually all of like the girly girls are portrayed as like the annoying character, as like the antagonist, yeah. like you see Sharpay from High School Musical or like, you know, Tessa from Camp Rock. Oh, true mm-hmm. Tessa. What? Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, always the girly ones that are, like, always the mean, annoying characters. And me and my young head, like, looking back at it now, it was, like, a very, very bad conclusion. But I think, like, I looked back on it and I was just like, hey, these girls who are, like, girly are always, like, the annoying ones. So what can I do to not be girly? I'm sorry, not to not be annoying. It's
0: like, oh, not be annoying? You shouldn't be girly. Not be girly. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, sure, they were really bratty characters like they did some messed up things and they weren't exactly great or kind but so often that many of their bad characteristics are actually like like they they're portrayed as if it's because of their feminine characters Mm. characteristics let's say Sharpe had her entire outfit messed up and then she was like upset about it and then like apparently she's the bad guy Apparently, yeah. now everyone's gonna laugh behind her back because she didn't like her outfit being ruined. Like, sure, she was a bitch at times, but like, often she was like portrayed as a bitch because she was girly, you know?
1: And she cared about things, right? And like, she was emotional and sensitive and stuff like that, which is actually not bad. Of course, if you're like overly sensitive, it gets a bit annoying. But to a, like a normal extent, it shouldn't be something that you should villainize people over. Exactly true. I agree. Mm, I feel like another thing, though, that impacted impacted uh, me a lot as a kid were songs. Songs in the early 2000s mm, right. were great. Really, really great songs. Also really nostalgic. But damn, the amount of internalized misogyny in them. I think like one of the most popular songs was Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. Till now, if that song pops up, I will sing to it. I will scream to it. But I think looking back at the lyrics, like, yo, you you are literally bashing another girl for dating the person you like. You're, they're, they're dating. They are girlfriend mm-hmm. and boyfriend and you want them to break up. You're literally stealing the other guy from them and calling the girl like a total bitch like do you
0: not look and like listen at that song and see major red flashing lights <laughs> another song i think that has like really obvious pick me girl written all over it's <laughs> you belong with me by taylor mm, swift yeah taylor swift god bless her heart is an amazing singer songwriter she- she is the music industry. She is the moment. She has been the moment for the past decade, and she's a feminist icon today. But 2008, Taylor Swift, yeah. a little bit questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, like the lyrics. She wears short skirts. I wear t-shirts. I wear t-shirts. She's like, I don't know if I'm I'm reading these lyrics the wrong way. But it made. How old was I at that time? Four, five year old. Very no, young. Wait, Fearless came out what year? I need to check. I think that
1: just early Taylor Swift. Songs, maybe not all of her songs, but just some of the songs are just questionable. I think aside from You Belong With Me, there was also Speak Now and Better Than Revenge, which are pops till now. I was also still scream to those, but yeah, lyrics are just on the more questionable side, you know?
0: Yeah, that's right. Anyways, just now I was right. Um, Spearless came out in 2008 so I was four at the time. And in my four-year-old brain, you know, reading no, not reading, sorry, listening to these lyrics really made me think that um, it's better to be the girl who, well, Taylor, well, from Taylor Swift's POV, you know, the girl who's in the bleachers, um, who only wears t-shirts and sneakers and don't wear high heels and stuff like that, you know, I may be misreading this or misunderstanding this when I was younger, but it definitely did impact me to think, but it definitely influenced me to think that, like, this characteristics are better and like um that's how you get the guy you know by being different and not being girly and stuff like that
1: this reminds me a lot of you know early Wattpad okay maybe not early like 2010's Wattpad I'm gonna expose Mm -hmm. myself here and say that I was like a big Wattpad reader in my early to like mid middle school life and all of the main characters back then all the female main characters at least were always those girls who were on the more anti-social level. They had like a maximum of like two friends and they didn't care what they liked. They wore the same thing every day, which consists of you know the typical hoodie and like messy bun. And they hated dressing up to school. They had dressed it up in general. They hated prom. Would never in the million lives agree to going, but somehow, somehow, by doing all of that, it captured <laughs> the main guys' attention and the main guy brings her to prom. Like,
0: yeah. What? And then she
1: wins prom queen. What? And she wins prom queen, even though
0: she's like that unsafe social bitch in the corner. Honestly. Yeah, and then the guy uh-huh. who brings her is Harry Styles or anyone who's trending, like who's famous at the moment, but usually Dude. Harry Styles.
1: Fan fix. Just. Yeah, a bunch of that. Somehow, that just really influenced my middle school head into thinking that, Hey, you know, if I'm like this, maybe, just maybe, I'll catch, like, my crush's attention. Or I'll catch, like, the popular guy's attention. There's actually not a lot. I think our middle school totally a so... <laughs> Probably wasn't gonna happen either, but
0: yeah <laughs> well my dream was like i'd act different and suddenly someone came to my school like let's say mr harry styles and he see I'm different you know and he's like mm, this one this one's for me i like this one i think mr harry styles would be put to jail because you were like what well <laughs> goldie <laughs> no i was four no no i was 13 okay but yeah you're different still <laughs> put to jail. sorry anyways yeah i guess like a lot of aspects in the media really influenced us to thinking like that but ironically I also think it's the media especially social media that really made me realize my toxic mindset you know in the past mm. few years especially TikTok everyone everyone is so comfortable on that app everyone talks about everything sometimes I wish they wouldn't but you know um, they really like calling out people on there and wow. uh, over the past few years Especially the past year and a half, I really became aware of my own internalized misogyny and that growing up most of my life, I've been like a big pick me girl. Yeah.
1: I have the like exact same thing as you because I did start to realize that I was a pick me girl in like late-ish middle school. But the pandemic, especially and getting into TikTok is the same as you is just really called me out and made me realize how wrong my head was and I think that's like one thing I'll give to Gen Z we're just really really good at calling people out on their bullshit you know and telling Mm -hmm. people
0: to like sometimes too good sometimes too good
1: (laughs) true true true
0: I guess that goes to show you know like the power that we as individuals and even more as like as a generation have over the media like mm. back then when people weren't aware of this you know that's what they portrayed in the media and it's really dangerous because it's like subtly kind of subtly how do you pronounce this word subtly subtly, subtly. 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 So we're very they, confident. Really, now every time I'm saying this, we're really insecure about it. I'm sorry to <laughs> for listening. I don't know how to pronounce subtly. Anyways, so it really subtly kind of like influences, especially the younger generations who's unaware of what's happening to them. And then they end up growing up with this toxic mindset. And the one who has the power to change that ball is us, I guess. And we should really
1: really really start you know helping people maybe it's not even the younger generation like the fact that we're talking about this right now and making a podcast about it shows how many people still have this toxic mindset and Mm -hmm. are still suffering from pygmy energy and internalized misogyny and we as like you know people who are already aware of it
0: should try and do our part in like helping those who haven't yet especially now in like um the age of the internet it's so easy to put out content out there so like you have a much easier way to get your voice out there and Mm -hmm. i'm not saying like you have to advocate for this thing or something i'm just saying that like maybe don't take part in normalizing these stereotypes that like disgraces women or put women down and don't take part in, let's say, jokes that make this stereotype more um, normalized.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think like, sure, jokes are usually more on the like, harmless sides but as you can see from you know mean goals and Gold's experiences all of like the little subtle things are actually what made our head the way it is and you know I think we've been talking about how what we do can impact other people but honestly just trying to not be a pick me girl and not have pick me energy helps us practice self-love because you know yeah, when we do that when we like stop doing that I mean we empower women we support women and you know guess who else are like you know girls and women
0: us yeah I think that like pick me energy and basically internalized misogyny one of the bigger victims of that is yourself like you project these sexist ideas to yourself as well you know and mm-hmm. so when you overcome this you can you can embrace your let's say more feminine qualities or like you like you said you know we get to love ourselves even more
1: and if we can help other people realize that we can help them love themselves as well i think like yeah. a thing that i experienced in middle school was that i had like a couple of friends who were major pick me girls and they, I don't know if they mm-hmm. like were consciously aware of it, but they always prided themselves on having like a big group of guy friends or doing mm-hmm. certain activities with guy friends. Okay, activity, harmless activities. <laughs> and activities. That sounds wrong. Like if yeah. they had any late night calls with their guy friends or if they had like chat, case, they would just like brag about it and looking back at it now, it's kind of weird, and I can totally understand why my middle school self was kind of annoyed, because it's just, like, sure, guy friends are great, I have guy friends, but the fact that you're, like, I don't know, putting them over your girlfriends, and going, like, oh, yeah, I'd rather hang out with guys, because, you know, I think that girls are so dramatic, and oh, true, they true gossip yeah. gossip a lot, it's just, like, really infuriating because hey you're also a girl you know and
0: you don't need to put your girlfriends down like that exactly yeah Mm -hmm. but I feel like the way to to like uh respond to this is like not to bash them because if then 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 what's the difference between you and them it's like a really unhealthy cycle of bashing each other Mm -hmm. so like you said, they might not even be conscious of it. So if anything, just like prove to them, not prove, probably that's not the right word for it. Um, Show them the importance of like girls supporting girls, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, true. I think like my feelings as like a middle schooler totally valid, but I totally agree with you. I think it's like a way better approach to be more gentle with them than, you know, go on and attack them.
0: Yeah, if anything, like attacking them will kind of like prove their point about girls being more dramatic Mm, like if anything that might convince them to be like yeah we're not supposed to be friends with girls because look at that i'm doing nothing like and they're coming at me
1: yeah i think that also applies now to like maybe since we are you know in a pandemic we can't see each other face to face, probably just like social media. I don't know if you guys are the type to like comment on videos or like posts, but mm-hmm. if you do find the girl or you find someone who's like showing off, I mean not showing off, like throwing what's the what's the act? What's the what's the verb here? on people under the
0: bus. We'd know that's no not, no, no, right? no no no
1: like like shining pick me and it's not shiny.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, showing going oh, okay radiating radiating R- there you
1: medic- go <laughs> i'm so confident in english we took okay yeah basically radiating piggy the energy maybe like try not to attack them and like you know you know how gen z are we like to be passive aggressive <laughs> maybe like not do that just be on the more gentle side with them to you know help them out there
0: yeah i guess what we can take away from this is that even in the 21st century where like sexism has very much progressed it's still very evident until today in the most subtle ways that can still have a really big impact especially on the younger generations you know so it's really still as important as it was before to like fight these stereotypes and overcome them because, you know, they're the road to self-love. Yeah, yeah. We just, you know, got to help build each other
1: up. Don't shame people for being people. Shame girls for being girls and doing what they like.
0: Yeah. Empowered women empower women.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very, very, very true. I guess like this episode, we've been focusing more on, you know, the more feminine girls. But as Goldie said, there are many many types of girls and you don't have to like fit into this stereotypical girly things and girly standards to become a girl. We just have to, you know, be who we are and don't put people down and don't shame other people for being who they are. Yeah, I just like spread overall happy vibes you guys. Yep, very true. And yeah, I guess that kind of concludes today's episode. If you guys have any experiences that you want to share to us or like any feedback or criticism if you don't agree with anything that we said, um, feel free to contact us. Our DMs are always open on IG at Podcast. And also on TikTok. Spill.thepodcast, by Spill the way. Spill.thepodcast, true. Or on our TikTok, which is the same, which is spill.thepodcast. And also our email at thepodcastbill at gmail.com.
0: Yes, we really encourage feedback. Anyways, I think that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Yep. Bye, guys.